Hey there, it's Janie Porter, and this is She Just Glows, the podcast. I'm gonna help you find joy and purpose in your life just as it is today. Not tomorrow, not when life is perfect, not when you win a million dollars or your kids finally stop peeing on the seat, but right now. I'm a life coach, a writer, a wife, and a mom of four. And just like you, I spend my days fighting through the pressure to be thin, happy, and have the perfect house and the perfect life. But here's the thing, I've never found perfection. What I have found is that it's so much better to just be real. So grab a cup of coffee and join me like you would a girlfriend. We'll talk mom life, body image, letting go of the lie of perfection, and learning to thrive in the chaos of our world today. You've got your own life coach in your back pocket now. This is She Just Glows, the podcast. All right, the podcast you've been waiting for. How do I find mom friends? <laughs> ding, 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 you're here. Part three of this mom friendship series. I'm sharing how to find good mom friends, and I'm not stopping there. I'm sharing how to find good mom friends at every stage of motherhood, okay? You know, it's the age-old question. How do you find mom friends? I have clients who have come to me literally working on this exact thing right now. I'm in a new place, or I just started staying home with the kids. How do I find friends? Where do I go? What do I do? It's not just you. It's not just me, guys. A lot of people have this question. So I want to thank you for being here. If you haven't listened to the first two parts of this series, go back and cycle through. I think you will really, really like them. And I'm not going to repeat or go back over anything I've talked about. I'm just going to keep going. So I'm Janie Porter. I'm so glad you're here. I am a mom of four kids. I'm a wife to my husband who we've been together since I was like 14. It's crazy. Um, we're not part of any weird cult or anything. <laughs> I just know what I like and I, I saw what I liked at 14 and here we are 20 years later. Can you believe that? No, 20 years since we got married. Anyway, because no, I'm not 34, I'm 40. Okay, this is not, <laughs> math isn't my specialty as you can see. So I'm a life coach and I'm a writer and I work one-on-one -on -one with middle-aged women across the country, helping them figure out what living a life of joy and purpose really looks like. And, you know, there's so many chapters in motherhood that are, and in life, that are um, dark and slow and boring and you're stuck in the mud. And I help you get unstuck because you still have a spark. You are still that person inside. And I help you find it again. And it's just so much fun. I love my job so much. So I literally have a post on my site, shejustglows.com. It's literally called How to Find Mom Friends. <laughs> and I wrote it several years ago. And in this podcast, I'm going to go way deeper than I do in that post. Guys, I got to let you in on something before I go into all the steps and all the chapters and all the here, there, everywhere, what to do, who, what, when, where, why. Here's the bottom line. And if you get nothing else out of this episode, I want you to hear me. Finding mom friends is really about being the friend you want to attract. I have personally practiced this and it works flawlessly. And I'll dive into all of that in this episode. And that's not to say that I have an abundance of friendships. I don't have that many close friends in my city, as I've shared in the first two parts of this three-part mom friendship series. Um, you know, it's been a journey for me. And I've come to realize and come to walk into a knowledge that not having a, quote, best friend actually serves me really well. 
And there's more on that in episode 10, the episode right before this one. I really hope that you check that out if you haven't already. So let's start with a breakdown of the chapters of mom life friendships because they do change. And I I found this really interesting as I sort of lived this out. The friends you have when your kids are babies, they change. So let me explain. When your kids are babies, the morning play date is your event of the day. And you moms of littles right now, you're like, yep, that is it. You are getting up and back timing so that you get to the park play date or you get to your friend's house or you get to somewhere where the kid's going to get their energy out. And usually that person, the other mom, is someone you actually like because babies don't know who they're playing with. They don't care. So you're actually seeking out people in that phase of motherhood who are literally just other cool moms, just like you. (laughs) And you're hanging out for the morning play date. You go home for the nap. Maybe you meet another friend out at the park later. So, and this is like when your oldest is a baby, because as you know, when the oldest is then a toddler, the baby's just trailing along, the later kids, right? So the baby years, it's all about the park, the play groups, and you're sort of like dating for mom friends, right? Because the babies don't care. The babies don't know the difference. So the toddler age, you know, and, and again, this is like when your oldest is a toddler, you just kind of graduate from the baby phase. Whoever you were hanging out with in the baby phase, you're probably sticking with them for the toddler phase. You might have another baby coming into the group. Maybe you had your second kid. And you're still kind of doing the same thing. You're doing the morning play date. You might be going somewhere more often, like, I don't know, the children's museum or the water park. And then some toddlers, you might have some toddlers and some school-age kids, right? So like you're getting a little older. And then you have all school-age kids. This is where I'm at now. So here's what that looks like. First of all, by this point, most of your baby and toddler mom friends have either moved away or they're at a different elementary school. This is the case for me, maybe not for you. But where I live, a lot of people go to private school. We go to public school. Um, Some people have moved since the baby years and they're just in different geographical places. And that's the thing about the baby and toddler mom friend years. You're going to be friends with someone who probably lives in your neighborhood or within like five square miles because it's all about let's go to the park right by our house. We'll get home for lunch and naps and maybe we'll meet later too, right? So proximity is important in those early years, especially, at least I've found. Another great activity I loved doing in those years was like toddler story time at the library. So by the time all your kids are school-aged, well, now it's getting a little more complicated because your kids actually have opinions about who they're playing with, right? Your kids have friends. And your friends from when the kids were toddlers moved away or they go to different schools. And those kids and your kids, it might really turn out that they're really not friends because even though they played when they were babies and toddlers, they don't do the same stuff now. Your kids play football. They do gymnastics. Um, Your kids are... Uh, more like mild-mannered and the other kids are rowdy and obnoxious and you don't want to be around them, right? So as the kids grow, the kids become their own people. And a lot of times they're different from, you know, the little lumps of cuteness that they were when they were babies. So your kids and those kids really aren't true friends. So it's no longer really your close friends or your people 
that you're going to be hanging out with quite as much. Are you tracking with me here? Baby and toddler years, those are the people you chose, right? You were like, hey, you seem cool. Um, our oldest are the same age. Let's hang out for a few years, right? So then in my experience, that chapter closes because the kids either aren't into each other when they're older or you moved away. Even if you moved a few neighborhoods away or the friend moved a few neighborhoods away, it totally changes everything, right? And you might be listening saying, no, that's not the case for me at all. I guess I'm just sharing my own experience. That's all I got, right? So when you have the school age kids, it's no longer about hanging out with your close friends. By then you probably have more kids and more activities. So it's really, those years have very little to do with connecting with your friends. In the baby years, you see a friend every day or two. And I'm talking about, um, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom. So I realized if you're working, you're like, what are you talking about playdates? I didn't get to do any of that or I didn't want to do any of that. So I realized that what I'm talking about is sort of a microcosm. But if you're tracking with me here, keep going. So in the school age years, you're barely seeing your own friends because your kids aren't friends anymore. You don't live near each other anymore, maybe. Um, you might do a girls' night like every month or so, or you see them at church, but you're not like doing life together anymore. Life is more complex now. Your kids are older. And the people that you end up seeing a lot in the school age years are, you guessed it, the parents of your kids' friends. Now, being as though they're at school all day, I'm not picking their friends out for them. They're saying, oh, you're, this mom seems cool. Why don't you be friends with, with Jack, you know? So what happens is you hope and pray that your kids choose cool friends who have cool parents. <laughs> so for us, every day after school, we meet at the park with a group of parents and kids, and we have a really awesome group of school friends. All of these parents aren't really people that I hang out with one-on-one -on -one necessarily, although I'd love to. It's really just our kids are friends and it's a cool group. And it's a great phase. I don't feel that I'm missing anything by not having a friend that I see every day like I did in the play date years. So I wish someone had explained this to me early on because I didn't realize that as my kids grow up, my friendships would change. What was convenient no longer is. What did work with one kid no longer works with four. What did work when kids were in the preschool years or in the baby years just isn't feasible when we're now going to school every day. So know that if your friendships are changing with each stage, there's nothing wrong with you. This is totally normal. And it makes sense, right? Okay, so how do you make friends in these stages? I have a few ideas that I'll share for each chapter, okay? First and foremost, you've gotta get out there. There's no other way. Like, don't sit around at home, don't join the Facebook groups, and like, yeah, I mean, do that, but also you have to get out there. You have to leave your house, put your shoes on, go meet people. It's just what you have to do. In the baby and toddler years, I was that person. Like I was so obnoxious. Something I firmly believe about anything in life, but it really applied to me when I went from full-time TV news reporter and then a day later had a kid early and was home with him full-time by my choice. And I, I wanted to do that. But I found that I suddenly was in a life where I had zero peers 
I didn't know a single person who was home with their kid. I barely knew any moms. I was coming from my TV news world of young professionals who were just living to work. Literally in one day I have a kid, I'm staying home with him and I'm just like, who are my people? I don't have any people, what do I do? You know, it was so confusing, it was so, it was so weird. So wherever you're at in life, something that I firmly believe, everyone needs peers. Everyone needs peers. When you go back to work, like me right now, I've been home with my kids for 10 years. I just recently, in the last month, started coming to this office. Just so nice, I get so much more done here because <laughs> I don't get interrupted every five minutes. I realize I need peers. I need people in my life who are in the exact same chapter as me. People who work outside of the home and their kids are in elementary school, right? So no matter where you are, try to find your peers. I have a client who her only mom friends work full time and she doesn't. Well, guess what? You gotta find different friends. You gotta find people who are your peers. Not that you're dropping the other people, but you need people in your same phase of life. It's a must. So I was ruthless about finding peers in those baby and toddler years. I mean, I would go to the park, you know, I probably tried to like look cute. I probably did my makeup so obnoxious. You know, that person with one kid and like a six month old baby. And I'm just like, hey, hi, what's your name? I mean, I was just ruthless about meeting people. I knew that I had to put myself out there. So I'd go to the park and I'd be like, hey, what's your Instagram? <laughs> Actually, back then we didn't have Instagram. I was probably asking for your Facebook or your cell phone. Um, I went to the hospital's breastfeeding support group met a bunch of ladies there. You can also join a mops group near you. Great place to meet women. Go to a Bible study to meet women. Join your local community's Facebook group. You know, it's basically like you're dating because you don't really know who are you as a mom. When you first start the mom journey, who are you? You don't know. Are you the preppy mom? Are you the hippie mom? Are you the co-sleeping mom? Are you, what are you? You don't know till you try it, right? So as you're, as you're exploring and going through that really awkward first year or two where you're like, I don't know, you know, if I'm like the chill, relaxed mom or if I really need to do those stringent nap times and have a schedule. I don't know if I'm like the organic, make your own baby food mom or if that was just like some silly idea I had when I was working full time and bored and pregnant and like Googling on my laptop thinking I'd have all this time. Like you're still evolving. And as a result, it might take time to zero in on who your peers really are and what, what type of parent you are and who you'll gel with. And be patient with yourself in that time because it doesn't happen overnight. And it does take living out this new life as a mom and figuring out what your preferences are and how you really do approach motherhood. Because that's really important when you're trying to find peers. In the school age years, the way that you meet friends is, well, invite the team over to your house for pizza after the soccer game. Join the PTA. Or if you don't, like me, actually I joined the PTA, but I've never been to a meeting. Just so happens all my close friends are all on the board. So I always know what's going on, but I don't really do much myself. So if you don't wanna join the PTA or go to the meetings, here's an idea. If you can, 
Park your car when you get your kids from school. Walk in if you have that option. I mean, Carline makes it so hard to meet anyone, even the teachers. Walking up to get your kids from school gives you more context. And I love that as a really special face-to-face time with my kids. Maybe your school doesn't allow that, though. Maybe COVID stopped that and stopped so much personal connection. I feel for you if you have started your motherhood journey post-2020, this is a different universe now. And it was so hard to have personal connection for so long. I'm sure you're starving for it now. So get out there. Meet people at the park. Get to know your neighbors. You know what we did one time? We literally wanted to get to know our neighbors. So I left a flyer on like 10 houses on our street, our side and the other side of the street, right? And I said, we're going to be grilling hot dogs in our front yard on Saturday afternoon. Come on down, bring your own beverage. I got to tell you guys, we had everyone come down. People crave human contact and when it's set up for them, it's so much better for them, right? Do it. What do you have to lose? One time my kids were playing in the front yard at our house and being as though we have four kids, I think most houses on the block know, oh, that's, that's the crazy house with all the kids and the dirt bikes in the front yard all the time. I had one gal come over and say, hey, um, she got off her golf cart, walked up and said, my son needs kids to play with. <laughs> I'm Delilah. What's your name? You know, we got, we got to know each other. And now her, her, um, her son comes over almost daily to play with my kids. And what it took was her being bold and assertive and just saying, hey, that's a mom with a bunch of kids who lives down the block. I'm going to go say hi. I've been wanting to for a while. I'm just going to do it today. Host a swim party for your kid's class after the last day of school. Go to the birthday parties. I mean, I hate going to kids' birthday parties all weekend long, and I have a pretty firm boundary with that. If the parent's cell phone number does not already exist in my phone, it's probably going to be a no on whether we can go. Because can you imagine four kids, all the birthday parties they get invited to? We're not always able to go to each one. And I talk more about that in uh, another podcast episode. It's called... You're overwhelmed because you have no plan. The art of controlling your calendar. So get out there. In the teenage years, we'll see. I don't have teenagers. My oldest is 10. So I asked you on the She Just Glows um, Instagram community. I said, hey, teenage parents, how do you meet friends? And here's what you said. Make friends on the sidelines. You're sitting watching games a lot. So you talk to people there. You're watching and waiting. There's a lot of picking up, taking, dropping off. Use that time to talk and meet people. And then a lot of you teenage parents said, I don't have time to meet friends. We are so busy as a family. So again, rewriting that prerequisite of what a happier good life looks like doesn't need to have a best friend or a close friend circle that has been around for decades. That may not be the step-by-step of your thriving, beautiful life. So some of the things that I just mentioned might work. They might not. You may not want to do some of that stuff. You might be pretty shy. You might hate reaching out to people. 
Two things I want to suggest if you are, if you are shy. The first thing is utilize those online groups to meet people and get comfortable. And when they post a park meetup or some sort of meetup, go because you've met them already in line, online. Warm yourself up to the idea of meeting them in person. The other thing you can do is if you have one person who you know kind of well who's going to some of these things, just say, hey, Sarah, I know you're pretty outgoing. I'm not. Can I come with you to some of these meetups? Of course, she would love for you to come with her. So those are two things I would do if you're not the super assertive personality. And it does take a lot of assertiveness to find people these days, doesn't it? So if you've tried all of that and it's not working, here's what I want you to do. Let go. Breathe. Relax. The people who are supposed to be in your life will be put in your life. And know that if someone has been taken out of your life, there's a reason for that too. Trust the process. Don't cling too tightly to your friendships. So here's what I did, especially in those baby and toddler years. I felt like I was chasing people, chasing people at the park, getting their Facebook, getting their text. And then uh, I just kind of fizzled out or I didn't really make a connection. I really made my best connections as a young mom in our mops group and at Bible study. Those were the pillars of my week where I had fellowship with women who shared my same core values and we evolved into beautiful friends and we still get together every month or two for dinner. But here's what I finally said I was gonna do. I finally said, I'm going to just be the friend I want to attract. Instead of focusing on what I can get, I'm gonna focus on what I can give. Instead of looking for a friend who comforts you on the bad days and checks in with loving texts, be the friend who does that. It may sound kind of corny, but I always think of that JFK quote, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. That's how I approach friendship. Ask not what you can get from a new friend. Ask what you can give. Be the friend you want to attract. I'm so glad we got to do this today. Listen, everybody knows word of mouth is the best advertising. So if you liked what you heard, follow, share, leave a review. And there's so much more where that came from. Go to shejustglows.com to read words of encouragement and inspiration that you just might need today. There you'll also learn about my work as a life coach and how we can work together. My publications have been viewed more than 4 million times by moms around the world. We have such an amazing community. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and well, that's all I got right now. I've decided I'm too old for TikTok. Remember, you've got this. You are enough. I'll see you next time. And until then, you glow girl. <laughs>